Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. I want to preach to you on a simple subject this morning, and I honestly don't know how long I'll take. I will try to be conscious of the time, um, but uh, just a very simple subject. I'm going to preach to you this morning. I like what I've heard and the courses and everything. Uh, it's just amazing. You know, let me just back up a minute. When I talked to you last the other day, I mean, bang. I, I pulled into town last night, and the night before I was... I slept, but every time I woke up, I was a little bit uneasy. And I thought, what in the world is going on here? And then when I, either yesterday, right before I got here, or I think when I walked into the hotel, I set my attache down and my Bible down beside the desk, and automatically, just like that, the Lord dropped this thought in my mind. And all night long, All night long. My, I'm feeling the Holy Ghost right now. My, my, my. I want to preach to you and listen to the title. I'm only doing this, and I had it written down before I ever came in here today. Okay? Listen to this. He is more than enough. My. I want you to say that with me. He is more than enough. Amen. Our God that we serve is more than enough to take care of any need that you have in your life. I don't care what it is, the God that I'm going to be talking about today is able to reach down into your life and minister to you wherever you are at and whatever your background is and wherever you have come from, my God is able to reach down and minister to you today. I don't care what kind of problems you may be facing today in your life, My God is more than enough. Amen. And he wants to reach down into your life and prove himself to you today. Back in May May of 1982, I think. I'm not sure about the exact date, but it was in 1982. I preached a message entitled it this. Prove me and see, or God on trial. Prove me and see, or God on trial. Now, I'll, I'll tell you, I've, I've preached that different ways before, but that particular time when I preached it, and I'm not preaching about this today, uh, but what I preached there was uh, about giving to the work of God. Now, we cannot outgive God, and I'm not preaching about that today, but when I get to thinking about God being more than enough and more than what I need, what you need, He is here to supply every need that we have. Amen. And the Bible says that all we have to do is to ask. You know, sometimes we don't get what we need from the Lord because we don't ask Him. We just expect an automatic response from the Lord. We say, He knows what I need. Yes, He does. But He wants you to express to Him what you need. And then, with faith, believing that He's going to supply it, He'll take care of every need. 
Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, I, I really don't know where to start here today, but hang on just a few minutes until I get my eyes on here. Let's turn over to the book of Exodus. I'm going to begin reading in chapter number 3. I'm going to read just a, a few verses here, and then we're going to go over to a New Testament verse, and uh, we'll see what the Lord wants to do here. Exodus chapter number 3, and we're going to be reading verses 1 through 6. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. Now, you talk about a job, and, and sometimes we think of Moses, um, you know, having it all together. But really, when, when you take a good look at Moses' life, he didn't start out with everything together. And so when, when he was there, just think about leading the uh, sheep. Can you imagine on the backside of the desert taking care of his father-in-law's animals? Yeah. yeah. Now let's go on. Verse number 2 says, And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in the flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked and said, Behold, the bush burns with fire, and the bush was not consumed. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great thing, why the bush is not burnt. And when the Lord saw that he had turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the bush, the midst of the bush, and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here am I. And he said, Draw not nigh hither, put off thy shoes from off thy feet, for the place whereon thou standest is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of thy father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. Now, let's jump down to verse number 14. And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. And God said, Moreover unto Moses, thus, or thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, hath sent me unto you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial unto all generations. Pastor, would you ask God's blessings on this? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Before you're seated, I want you to repeat with me today, He is more than enough. He is more than enough. God bless you. You can be seated. Now, let's jump on over. Uh, before I get into these verses, let's jump on over to uh, John chapter number 8. Amen. And most of us could quote it, especially when you're looking up on the screen. But um, we'll, we'll read it. I like to 
read it out of the Bible. John 8 and verse number 58. Now, notice, we read in the Old Testament what Moses said and what God said to Moses. God said, I am. And then in verse number 14, he said, I am that I am. He said, I want you to tell the children of Israel that I am hath sent me unto them, you unto them. And so Jesus is here in the eighth chapter of the book of John, and he says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, before Abraham was, I am. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. He is more than enough. Amen. He is the I am of your life. And I'm not going to explain to you about that until I finish the other scriptures, okay? Now, I want you to pay attention to what we have already read and the scriptures in the book of John that we're going to read, and then we will conclude with our readings in Revelation. Because when we read from the Old Testament into the New Testament, don't worry about it, I'm not going to cover all the way from Genesis through Revelation, but I do want to give you some scriptures. I feel like that there is somebody that has come here today that has some needs in their lives, and you may have been contemplating different things in your life and wondering, just what do I need to do? What is it that I need to make right? Where is it that I need to go? And I'm here today to tell you that you need to just go to Jesus, fall on your knees before Him, cry out to Him and let Him reach down into your life and touch you with the things that you have need of today. Not tomorrow, but reach out to Him today and let Him minister to you. He has come into this place to touch your life today. He is more than enough. Amen. Praise God. I have found in my life uh, the, the different things that I have come in contact with that, that I have desperately needed in my life. And I have found when I go to the Lord and say, God, I've exhausted everything that I know to do. He says, and I'm sure that there are others here today that have done that. And when I've done that, he said, why didn't you turn to me first? Because you didn't have to struggle. You didn't have to fight your way through this. If you would have just reached out and let me direct and order your steps, I would have showed you the way. But so many times we get stubborn in our relationship with God. And we think that we know more than God does. But when we put our trust and our confidence in God, He will say to you, I am more than enough if you will reach out and take my hand. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, my. I tell you, the book of John is just full of it. It's just so awesome how that the Scripture is put together. If we would just reach out and just accept what the Bible says instead of questioning it. John chapter number 4. Watch this. Follow along with me. We're going to be reading several verses. We're going right through the book of John. John chapter number 4 and verse number 26. He, Jesus said unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. So what was he saying? He says, hey, you don't have to worry about your need. Because 
the one that can supply your need is standing before you right now. Amen. Why is it that we sometimes are just like that little woman that we are questioning who is this that wants to speak to me? Who is this that wants to help me? When he is standing there all the time and says, I will touch you if you will just let me and trust me. Amen. Oh my, my, my. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh my. John chapter number 6, verse number 35 says, Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. Wow. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. Can you believe it? Jesus said, I'm the bread of life. You don't have to worry about anything when you come to me. If you put your trust in me, I'll give you what you need. Amen. You don't have to worry about being thirsty like I am right now. You don't have to worry about that. He said, I'll supply it for you. Amen. I don't want to take a whole lot of time on these scriptures, so please just follow with me. John, we've already read it, but... I want you to follow in sequence here today. Verse number 58 again says, Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Before Abraham was, I am. Oh my. Hey, before Abraham, before your father Abraham, I am. Why are you questioning? You know, sometimes we can be just just like those Pharisees and Sadducees. We've got so many questions. Why God? Why God? Why this? Why that? Are you saying that you were before Abraham and you're not even 50 years old yet? But he said, I am. Before Abraham was, I am. I am he. I am. Hey, he's more than enough. What is it that you need today? What kind of baggage did you carry in here today? I tell you, we're, we're getting ready, making preparation, I hope anyway, to head back to India. This time with moving, it's going to be a whole different thing for us because... The baggage that we take this time is going to be a whole lot different than we've taken before. Now, I say that because there are some of you that's got excess baggage that you don't need. You're carrying around too many things. And he's saying, hey, lay it down. Let me take care of it. I'm here today to minister to you. Amen. The ninth chapter. And verse number 15 says, Then again the Pharisees also ask him, How is it that he receiveth sight? He said unto them, He put clay upon mine eyes, and I washed the clay, and I shall see. Amen. Let's, let's go back to another verse. I, I skipped a verse. I didn't read the one that I wanted to there. Let's go back to uh, the ninth chapter, verse number five. 
And it says, as long as I am in the world, notice this, I am the light of the world. Now, when I read that, I was, I was taken back because I remember another place that Jesus said that you and I are the salt of the earth and that we are the light of the world. And here he says, he's the light of the world. And I'm going to jump ahead a little bit because I'm not reading this verse, but John the 14th chapter and verse number 12, it lets us to know that he delegated, listen to me, he delegated his power and authority to the church. So as long as he was in this world, he was the light of the world. But when he left this world, he said, you are the light of the world and the salt of the earth. And so if we are salt and life, light, we are responsible to this world to go outside these doors and let them know that the God we serve is more than enough to take care of their every need. If we will let them know that the God that is on the inside of us is able to minister to them through us. Amen. I believe, Pastor, that that's where so many Christians, and I'm not stepping over into pastoral teaching and everything here today, but I've found that there are so many people that when they leave these buildings and when they leave our churches, they forget why they're supposed to leave and what their responsibilities are when they leave here. You see, when we walk into a place, we I'll rephrase that. I'll start back over. When we walk out of there, we are light. I don't care how dark it may be out there. When you walk out of this place, you're supposed to have enough of him on the inside of you to light the darkness. Because where there is light, darkness must flee. So it is time that you and I penetrate the darkness that is out there. And the only way that we can penetrate it is to let them know that he is more than enough because he has made a difference in our lives. Praise God. Praise God. My. Okay, let me jump on over here. Verse chapter number 10 and verse number 7, I believe it is. He says, Then said Jesus unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. Oh, now he's saying he's the door. He was the light, now he's the door. Yeah. I hope you're paying attention to each and every one of these scriptures that we're reading because every one of them, he is something different. Are you noticing? Are you paying attention today as we read? Listen, let's go on. Let's hurry. Verse number 36 of that same chapter. Um, I believe that's what I wanted. Yes. Verse number 36 uh, says, Say ye of him whom the Father hath sanctified and sent into the world, thou blasphemest, because I said, I am the Son of God. Wow. He's the light. He's the door. He's the Son of God. He is the Son of Man. He is more than enough. 
is more than enough. I don't know what you came in here with this morning and what you need in your life, but he is saying no matter what you have, no matter what you're struggling with, I am more than enough. Let's go over to the um, 11th chapter. Um, I'm sorry. Yes. Verse 25, Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth on me, though he were dead, yet he shall live. He is resurrection and he is life. Wow. Okay. Go over to the 13th chapter. And verse number uh, 13. He says, Ye call me Master and Lord. Ye say well. For so am I. Now, the 14th chapter, verse number 6. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Chapter 15 and verse number 1. Jesus said, I am the true vine, and my Father is the husbandman. I am the true vine. Amen. Now, let's go over to that last, chap, last book of the Bible. Revelation chapter number 1. And my, everybody should be able to quote these verses. Chapter number 1, verse number 8. Jesus saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. Verse number 17, he says, Ah, and when I saw him, I fell down at his feet as dead, and he, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. Amen. Now, I want to take you back to the book of Exodus. I hope and pray that you have listened to these scriptures closely that we have read here. I want to read verses 14 and 15 to you again uh, from Exodus chapter number 3. And I know that I've read a lot of scriptures today, but I trust that you have listened to what they have said because there is meaning in each and one of these ver verses that we have read. And I'm going to try to show you something here in just the next couple of minutes. Verse number 14, And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. And God said, Moreover unto Moses, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, hath sent me unto you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial unto all generations. We don't know for sure. It's only speculation because none of us was there. But several thousand years ago, this scripture was written. God met with Moses on Mount Horeb. The children of Israel had been in Egyptian bondage for some time, 
for approximately 400 years. And now God was hearing their cry because they were saying, we need help. We need our God to deliver us. You know why? Because they were stiff-necked and unbelievers. They didn't want to trust what God wanted to do in their lives. And so they had to go into slavery for over 400 years. Now isn't that much like some of us today? We don't listen to the direction of God in our lives and so we go backwards instead of forward. When all the time if we were to listen to God, God would have said, I will take you to the other side if you'll put your trust and confidence in me. Why are you doubting my power and my strength? Oh my. God wants to set somebody free today. I have felt so much of the power of God in this place today. You didn't need me here today because He is here. Somebody just needs to reach out and let the Lord minister to you right now. Matter of fact, let's just throw our hands in the air a minute. Thank you, Lord. God, we need you right now. God, I know that you're dealing with hearts in this place. I know that you're wanting to do something in somebody's life here today. I don't know what it is, God. But I know, Lord, that you are able. God, you are more than enough, God. I pray that you would soften their hearts and let them reach out to you right now, Lord. We love you. We honor you. We praise you, God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Four hundred years. A long time. All because they didn't want to trust God. So they had to be put into slavery. So God could prove himself to them one more time it wasn't enough you know God had already told them we we can do this together but you see why is it why is it that even myself and I'll, I'll, I'll talk about me today okay so I don't have to hurt or embarrass anybody else and you think that I've had some kind of inroad with somebody here that have told me I don't know anything about anybody here but I know that my stubborn my stubborn character sometimes has gotten me in serious trouble just because I didn't want to wait on God or because I didn't want to listen to God and so what does that do it cost us time And the sad part of it is there could be somebody here today that doesn't have time. And I hope you're listening to me. I don't know. My wife will tell you she's never heard me preach like this before. I've used these scriptures, but I've not preached like this before. Some of you that are here today, there is something going on in your life that you just need to surrender to the Lord And he's trying to tell you that he is more than enough. He's saying, just trust me. 
I want to help you. I want to be just the very thing that you need today. If you'll just reach out and get a hold of me today, I'll take you through on the other side. Amen. So the children of Israel struggled and struggled and struggled. They had to wait until Moses, the man of God, was ready to listen and obey God. There may be some of you here today that are just like that. God's been saying, I've got something for you to do. And all you've got to do, you don't have to go out on the backside of the desert for 40 years. But some have. I wonder when the last time it was that you really got a grip on God and said, Lord, I'll do whatever you want to do. You know, words are cheap. When we come to a service like we've been in here today, worshiping God and singing and feeling the presence of God like we have felt here today, it's easy to say, God, I'll do it. But you see, when, when the Lord takes us on the backside of the desert for a while and he says, you've got some training to go through. You need to go through some things. And we get back there and we gripe and complain and not wanting to surrender to God. But God says, you're going to have to go through it because you don't want to listen. And I'm telling somebody here today, just surrender to the will of God and let him do what he wants to do in your life. I don't know what you're going through. Maybe it's family problems that you have. Maybe it's financial difficulty. Maybe it's, I don't know, a whole host of things that you could be going through today. Maybe you've got children problems. All you've got to do is surrender to the Lord. You know, one of the things that I have found, and again, this is me, I've found when I've gotten desperate with the Lord... I'll get down to the altar and I'll say, okay, God, I'm ready to give up. Here, Lord, I'm going to lay it on the altar. And again, words are cheap. Okay, Lord, I'm putting it right here on the altar. And God, you take care of it for me. And you know what? Sometimes, here, here, Lord, I don't care what you have to do to my family. I don't care what you have to do to my kids. I don't care what you have to do to my wife. I don't care what you have to do to my husband. Just don't take their life, Lord. But I, I plead the blood of Calvary over them. And Lord, whatever you want to do to them, you do it, God, just so they will get right with you. And so we get up from our prayers. We walk away. And then when God starts putting the heat on our prayers, then we say, oh, God, what are you doing to my family? Hmm. I know what I'm talking about. You see, I didn't pastor for 24 years for nothing. Oh, I, I, had, I had a situation one time. I had a, an elderly gentleman that just kept coming back and saying, pray for my wife. Oh, she's going to leave me. You know what? He wouldn't surrender. He would not surrender to God. He had come down to the altar. He would weep and cry. And, oh, God, please get my wife back for me. And guess what? 
the Lord would answer his prayer. And just as soon as God answered his prayer, he forgot all about his prayer. Started living like the devil again. I know there's nobody here like that. But anyway, I'm just talking about people that I have worked with and pastored over the years. Beg and plead with God. God, if you'll do this, I'll serve you. I'll live for you all of my life. When they walk out the doors, they forget the plea and the pledge that they've made to God. Listen, I'm going to try to bring this to a close in just a couple minutes. God said unto Moses, I am that I am. I am that I am. What was God saying to Moses? If you look that up into the, in the Hebrew, even in the Greek, you go back and you study all of these verses out, you will find, keep in mind all the scriptures that I have read here today. Keep in mind, when God said to Moses, I am that I am. I want you to go tell the children of Israel, I am. Tell them not to worry about a thing. I am. I am that I am. Tell them I'm big enough to supply any need that they have. What God was saying to Moses is, I will be whatever they need me to be. Hey, can I say that again? God has come into this place today to say to somebody here, I am whatever you need me to be in your life, whether it is family relation, whether it's financial, whether it's physical, I am that I am. And whatever you need me to be, I will be that to you. I will be a husband. I will be a wife. I will be a son. I will be a daughter. I will be your doctor. I will be your physician. I will be your counselor. I will be whatever you need me to be. And there's somebody here today that needs to reach out to Jesus and let him be whatever you need him to be in your life. Praise God. Why don't you just reach out to the Lord right now? Praise God. Let's just worship the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, God. Lord, in your name, in your name, in your name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He is everything and more that you will ever need. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's all stand. Praise God. I'm going to ask the musicians to come if they would, please. I don't know what you normally do. I'm going to turn the service back to the pastor in just a few moments. But I have felt just strong, strongly that there is somebody that needs to get a hold of God here today. He wants to prove himself to you. Amen. I'm telling you, if you just reach out and get a hold of him today, 
He will prove himself to you. Amen. Are you ever going to have troubles again? Oh, I can't tell you that you're not going to. But one thing I can tell you, he is more than enough. He is saying, I am all that you need me to be. I will be. Children of Israel, I will be whatever you need me to be. Just reach out to me. I'd like for us to just throw our hands in the air and walk to the front here. Everyone that will, I want to see. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the username FACMC. Again, that's FACMC. Thank you, and have a blessed day.